Hey everybody, we at Podgave Rock and Roll Do You want to make it clear that we don't mean any offense by our comments, critiques, or opinions. We're not music critics, just buddies that use talking about music as an excuse to hang out. Also, our language is intended for adult ears. Enjoy! Cause I'm in the shit house Wish I played in a rock and roll band Somebody give me a dollar bill So I can pass out question for you guys have you seen the uh sopranos movie the saints of newark not yet it's on the list no i've heard people talking about it but i haven't um, seen it well i'm not going to comment on whether it's 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 good or bad i watched it this weekend but there's a great use of the rolling stone song sway mm. in the in the in the movie and when it came on i was like like i didn't i didn't i didn't at first know the name like right off the top of my head i knew it was off of um no or sways on sticky fingers i think is it yeah it's the one with the dick on the cover. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so you it's not a dick. The dick. It's, it's jeans it's like the, with a dick. Yeah, I think the, the emphasis cover. is on the dick, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a jeaned dick on the cover. A, a sheathed a sheath dick. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, I, mean, I was just thinking to myself, I was like, why did, we, why did we never cover this fucking song when we were Sway? a band? It would have been a great song to cover. I, I feel like you could say that about almost any stones tune and and you can put it in any show or movie and it's gonna knock it out of the park like any you could just like close your eyes and point in an album like yep that'll work speaking of songs and movies and not particularly what i just mentioned as a song like i don't think of sway and think of saints of newark now but there are songs that like when you think of you can't really separate them from the movie do you guys know what I'm talking about? Do you have a, some of those that like come to mind? Like just off the top of my head would be, you know, a famous and also not the title. Like you can't say like Footloose. I associate the song Footloose by Kenny Loggins with the movie Footloose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I will always love you. Basically, anybody who thinks of that song now probably gonna think of the Bodyguard or right. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I've seen the Bodyguard, but. I haven't, but I still think <laughs> of the movie when I hear the song. You think of that movie? You think of your to watch movie list every time you hear the song? Exactly. No spoilers. <laughs> no spoilers, Jonathan. What's uh? What comes to what comes to your mind when I say? Okay, so here's the thing. Like you, you kind of cut me off at the knees here, but I mean, I do think of La Bamba with La Bamba. But here's the thing: they don't play La Bamba until the very end of the movie, so it's not like really scene oriented. It's just. The but that story that I don't think that qualifies. I don't I think, think that, that qualifies, qualifies specifically because it's not scene instance. specific. Well, it is what do I think of? I mean, I think of. I mean, I could say I think of Johnny Be Good with Back to the Future. But the yes. movie okay. was written around the song. I know, but it was it's written like specifically the for that song. It's That's why like it's titled those, the same. And I recognize that it's kind of like one of the songs or the, where they talk about all the dances, but they never like do. It's a reference to a thing. Yes. I feel like mm-hmm. it's kind of like that in the sense that, like, when I think of Richie Valens, I think of all the songs, but just, like, I think of that song with that movie. But, Neil, give us, give us, give us one that's not <laughs> name well, and movie name. I wouldn't say it's my favorite song in the world, but I can't hear Take My Breath Away without seeing a sunset and Tom Cruise, like, flying down a freeway. And oh, my God. <laughs> to even rush so, to rush okay, so his. Even more so than Danger Zone? Yeah, top, we'll take, mm. Danger Zone song. was written almost for the movie. Take my breath. That's, 
That's my, fine, though. I mean, because it's written for the movie. Take it My Breath Away was written for Tom Cruise specifically. <laughs> that's a soundtrack. Every time I say that motherfucker, I hear that song in my head. Well, I mean, I mean the, the, the biggest Tom Cruise <laughs> one that I think of is is old time rock and roll, right? Yeah, I, I, mean, that's I don't like think I've ever one. seen that movie either. Risky I've seen, Wait, the, you've seen, seen the scene. You've never seen sure. Risky Business? I don't think so. It's, it's good. Worth, it's worth watching. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a good flick. Um, okay, here's a question, though. Do you think of Shout as the song or do you think of Animal House like is there a small part of you that thinks of Animal House when you hear the song Shout Mm-mm. sure I could see that no I don't like I, I'm not gonna say it's spe- it's specific to a movie but I, I probably every time I hear Shout I think of that scene I, I could see that I mean I could see that's definitely like the most you know popular usage of it I, okay here's another top villain you've lost that loving feeling yeah that's oh, yeah. a great that's, one in the bar yeah. scene for yeah. me personally I don't think of that mm. Man, I kind of do. I might, though. I, I might, because well, it's, it's such a scene. It's part of the scene. Yeah, and I it's think in the 80s, movies. it was so much more potent. Like, like They do great balls of fire in the bar, in the piano scene, which I wouldn't think about that. That's a pretty good, I like this, I feel like there's a little more depth depth to a Top Gun than we've uh, In really high school realized. football, we would sing that on the bus after wins on, and victories going home. Great Me and this other fire. kid. No, 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 no. Uh, you've lost Check that love and feeling. Oh. We would do our Maverick and Goose <laughs> On the bus after a victory on the way home. Would you do the high high five, low five? I've never wanted. I've never had a chance to do the high five, low. But we have to do that at some point. (laughs) High five at the same time. That pow pow. (laughs) While we look at each other in passing. Oh my god. Yeah. Kind of speaking of the '80s, like there were so many movies, especially the John Hughes stuff, like um, "Don't You Forget About Me," "Pretty in Pink." Oh, Breakfast Club. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. Yeah, it's still John Hughes. I right? definitely think of that song every time. Yeah, and, I, I think um, of the Breakfast Club every time I hear that song. Say anything with "In Your Eyes." Cusack holding good, up that, the. That's a good one. That's a, that's a great one. Yeah, I mean, I, you can't hear that song without hearing. I would say, "Hip to Be Square," Huey Lewis in the News, which is apropos tonight uh, from American Psycho when he's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <I'd, laughs> when he brings, uh, who is it, Jared Leto home? <laughs> it's a great like, scene. I think because it's been memed so many times. Like I don't, I don't think. I would think of it immediately. But when you hear Hip to be Square, you wouldn't immediately be like, oh, yeah, that No, because I think American I've only Psycho. watched American Psycho once when it came out. Well, okay, I've seen, I've seen it a bunch. Well, I right. think of um, Sister Christian, I think of Boogie Nights. Of course. Ooh, that's a good, that's a great one. Yeah. At the end, because the guy's getting Cannot old. hear that without yeah. thinking of the fucking fireworks going on, or the gun, guns oh, going off. Also, Machine Gun, the tune they're dancing to, the Commodores, and that they're dancing to in the bar. Scene. Yeah, but I, I don't think of that movie um, when, when that. Really, it's, that it's song, so great because it's now. all in time. Like, these I mean, like, I guess th- this whole topic is kind of subjective, right? I mean, it's just yeah, m- movies that are. But I think there are some that are like Steelers Wheels, mm-hmm. Reservoir Dogs. That's like, a good one. Yeah, that scene an- is just so it, you can't separate the song from the scene at this point, basically. Yeah, right. and another Hughes one, um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. The oh yeah, like you can't hear that song without thinking of doo doo ball ball. That's true. That's uh, true. And almost twist and shout, but not not really, because it's such a good song anyway. The Beatles. Yeah. And then there, there's definitely a lot that just immediately correspond with the movie. Like, what do you think of "I Got You, Babe"? I, I don't think I don't want to associate that with the movie. Groundhog I know it's Day. It's been in lots of movies, but Groundhog Day. It's all oh, movie beginning. long. Every morning. That's fair. Mm, that's fair. Uh, that's a good one. I got you. What I was back to the bottom of that sleepwalk at the end. Is now inherently associated, at least for me, with fucking. Yeah, that's more of a. That's, oh, it's more gotta, of a. If you love La Bamba, then you well, know who that. Who fuck doesn't love La Bamba? Lots of people probably don't. And not don't as much as me and you, people. Jonathan. We, we didn't grow up watching it. 
did un or did Ghost sully Unchained Melody? No, not at all. <laughs> well, no, not, not that it sully. I love it, that but, movie, man. But I can't, I can't. Like when I hear that song, I kind of like not the whole song, but I'm definitely going to think of them uh, doing some pottery, some sexy <laughs> pottery, <laughs> sexy <laughs> pottery. Um, Sexy pottery. I would definitely. Would, <laughs> I would say, actually, to some extent, I think of um, Point Break when I hear if six were nine. When they're in the party scene, bounce out. That's another. That's another Johnny special. Yeah, yeah, that's special. I don't think anyone. If you if you polled America, it would be zero point zero percent. Well, either it's too obscure or it's too on the nose. I just can't please you, Jay. I'm so sorry. Oh God. Wait, is there anything in this century? Can you guys century? just write my answers for me? And is there anything in this century other? that you can think of? This century? Yeah, well, she got too expensive for people to fucking pay for. Like, you this know century, saying? I guess. No, that's not this century. I was going to say my heart will go on. <laughs> that means Armageddon. Oh, oh the, 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 was that this century? I don't think it was. No, it was, that was definitely in the 90s. Don't want to miss a thing. How about Tiny Dancer? That's the, that's this century, yeah, and I do associate that with almost famous at this point. Mm-hmm. So that's a good one. School's out. Days of confused. That's nineties. Yeah, yeah. Hurdy gurdy man. From what? Zodiac. No, that's too obscure. Yeah, stop that's fucking a throwing fastballs over our heads, Neil. That's Sorry. too hard. Like I said, this shit got too expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's right? also. The fact of our age. I think if we were younger, we'd associate a lot more with probably this century. The life on Mars, clo- yeah, yeah. barely with the life aquatic, but I don't. I still don't think about life aquatic when I hear life on Mars. I'm not like, well, oh. it's because the soundtrack is so, to all these movies is so, you know, there's so much going on. There's so many great songs that it's tough to pick one. Yeah, it gets a little, it blends in a little bit. And my all time favorite, I would say, is Blaze of Glory. Oh, oh guns? That's, well, that's the Young Guns too. I'm kidding. <laughs> um. On that note, we are talking about movies that you associate with a specific song because this week we are discussing Power of Love by Huey Lewis in the News from the 1985 album Back to the Future, music from the motion picture soundtrack, released on Chrysalis, written by Huey Lewis, Chris Hayes, and Johnny Kala. And produced by Huey Lewis in the News. Well, I guess I'll talk about Huey anytime with anyone. I love me some Huey Lewis in the News. Thought you were talking about Huey the Duck. (laughs) DuckTales, sorry. Oh, yeah, Um, common mistake. Now, this song, it's like on face value, it's such 80s cheese, but I've never really thought of it that way. I've never, like, because it, it's so kind of honest. Like, he's, they're not trying to be anything else. It is what it is. It's very face value. I just have a great voice and write really catchy songs. And it's such a pinnacle of, like, middle-aged white man rock <laughs> or pop, you know? <laughs> Does that have a pinnacle? Yes, and it was fucking Power of Love. Fair enough. I thought it was Boys of Summer, but okay. That's a good song, but it's no, it's no Power of Love. <laughs> There's a million songs about love. Everyone writes love songs, but I think this is a unique power take on love. You know, no pun intended. Power take. <laughs> power power take. take on love. 
power take on love. Huey just has such a strong, strong voice. So good. He just, he's always belting out these songs. I mean, he almost seems like such a blue collar kind of uh, rock pop star. And I think this is one of their strongest. So yeah. I mean, back to the future is one of my favorite and most viewed films ever. I don't, I don't think they go hand in hand, but always, but this, in this case it does. We had it on VHS, you know, like we're used to record it off the TV with commercials or, or no commercials? You can't do it with commercials. It, pro- it probably had commercials. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Because um, we didn't have HBO, so I don't know. Unless we had two VCRs where we were, like, burning. V- yeah, I don't remember. Some advertising ex- ex- of executive somewhere is going, excellent. <laughs> Pepsi commercials from eight on, on, re- on repeat. <laughs> Just the USA logo exactly. in the bottom. Uh, <laughs> but, like, for, for me, this song is so intertwined with that opening scene it almost seems out of place when I hear it and I'm not watching the movie. It, it, don't get me wrong, it's super nostalgic when I hear it, and it's fun, but I'm not sure how good it is outside its association with the movie. There we go. In saying that, <laughs> I do know every word to the song, and it's about as polished a pop rock song as you can find. Is that good or bad? Depends on the listener, I guess. Josh, was it you who told me that Huey Lewis has a huge cock? Yes, it was. <laughs> I thought so. Um, that just always pops into mind whenever it comes up. Him and Rasputin, right? Um, him and Rasputin. Probably all they have in common. Yeah, it goes, it goes, it goes Rasputin, <laughs> Hendrix, Huey, Huey Lewis. Exactly, exactly. Uh, and then Willem Dafoe. Really? Oh, I didn't. I didn't know that. Josh is doing his research. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's bigdicks.com. LargeRichards.com. <laughs> historical <laughs> and still cool. living. I wonder if that's a fucking... Historical hogs. Slash, slash historical. You have to slash historical hogs. Or slash hog. historical. <laughs> or slash present day hogs. Historical hog. significance. Hogs.com you, you, slash historical. Yeah. <laughs> hogs.com. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That should be uh, our fucking. That should actually be our, our fucking address. <laughs> Fuck this pod game, right? Should you? What at hogs dot com? <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> beyond that, it, I agree with you, Josh. You can't. I, I don't think it's possible to s- separate it from Marty McFly holding onto the back of a fucking truck and a skateboard <laughs> and sparks. I mean, it just it has sparks. I don't. Here's the the the, the kind of song test of mine. It does not pass. Most songs I really love. I feel like the person would. It sounds as if the person would be sitting around playing that song, whether anyone was listening or not. You know, like comfortably numb. I can see Roger Waters sitting there. Hello. I mean, it just sounds like it sounds like a fucking. They're doing it for them. They just share it with you. This song does not sound like they're gonna be sitting around just fucking on a Saturday afternoon with no intentions of everyone anyone ever hearing it and playing it. I just can't really see that. (laughs) That being said, it's definitely, it's great for what it is intended for. I don't know. I I think it's just a great, one of the best, probably not great songs. It's an effective song. It, it It does what it's supposed to do very well. I don't know if I can say this is an unassailably good song, but I do like it. I love Back to the Future. I grew up with that. It's such a big part of just nostalgia to this, but I don't associate it with 
Marty McFly necessarily. Really? I mean, of course, part of me does. I, I can see him. I can see that aerial shot of him running from Doc's office to school. Quick question, though. How many times have you seen Back to the Future? I bet at least 40, 50. Okay, so I've seen, seen it a fuck ton, too. Yeah, for yeah, sure. I mean, I... Um, and maybe it's just uh, later in life I just kind of realized how much I do appreciate Huey Lewis in the news and just kind of their run in the 80s. This song just, it just stands out. I, 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 I think, Jonathan, what you were saying, I mean, it's not a campfire song, that's for damn sure. And it is a production, though. I mean, even the way they're using the dynamics of the song. I mean, it's the 80s cheese. It is like that synth and this, these dynamics and these guitar riffs. It, it, it is a, it was made to be pop rock radio for sure. To Jonathan's point real quick, I mean, the, it, there's a fascinating story behind this song in that Reitman had hired him to do the Ghostbusters soundtrack like a year before this, Okay. And so when they had the Ghostbusters movie done, he had done Want a New Drug. That was going to be the song for Ghostbusters. And something happened where they were like, no, we don't want like drugs to be in here, whatever. But they kept the music in for Want a New Drug when, uh, what's his name, who did the Parker Jr.? Ray Parker that, Jr. Yeah, yeah. Ray Parker Jr. And he decided to do it. And he basically watched the movie with that music still in there, came up with the Ghostbusters theme. And then Huey Lewis sued him because it basically rips off the melody of, of one huh. new drug, and he won a bunch of money, and and it kind of soured him on movies. Then he was offered Back to the Future a year later by Spielberg, and they wrote Back in Time, the song Back in Time, and they were right. like, "No, we don't want this to be like," because it kind of gives away the plot points and stuff like that. And they were like, "Look, here's the here's the thing with the song," because he just wanted a better movie experience doing a soundtrack song. Because at that point. Huey Lewis and the News were like, you know, just hit after hit after hit Score. after hit. And so Spielberg and Zemeckis came to him and were like, yo, we don't need you to write a song based on the movie itself. Here's the idea. Marty McFly, the main character, is going to be obsessed with Huey Lewis. He wants to be a rock and roll guy. We just want you to write a song that for a fan like that. He went for a jog, came up with the song, wrote it with two other members of the band, and then voila, it, it goes in there. It's in the, it's in the movie three times. How, so, Josh, what, what are the three times it's in the movie? So, it's in the beginning. When? When he's going to school on the skateboard? Yeah, like at the very beginning when he's going to school, the skateboard, back of the truck, blah, blah, blah. It is at the band rehearsal when Huey Lewis is playing the oh, yeah, teacher. Yeah, yeah the, the, but the he audition. But he plays like a hard the rock audition. virgin. Right, the audition. And then it is when he comes back, right. it's playing like in the back. In the truck? In the truck, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it is a cool story. I mean, how they um, they asked him to do it, and he's, they're just like, we don't care, Huey. Just your next song. Just whatever your next song is, we know it's going to be good. We'll put it in the movie, and it all worked out. Yeah. Second second rock chart, number one. First, like, <clears throat> number one, number one. Um, and ironically, it's the second song when I think of that movie. I think of when I think of that movie. Earth Angel. Good? Johnny Ooh. B. Good. The, yeah, I, I would think of Earth Angel first, I think. I mean, I would, I would think of Earth, Earth Angel Johnny first. Johnny B. Good? Oh, no. That was my well, first. Earth, Earth Angel only has it. this association. Johnny B. Good has so many other things that. It but when I me of. when I saw that, that was like I was like I have to fucking learn how to do that. I absolutely but, fucking have to learn how to do that. When I saw that movie, when I was probably like eight or whatever. 
The Earth Angel part is like kind of the seminal part of the movie, whereas the Johnny B. Good part, I, I almost remember that more so because of the, hey, Chuck, it's your cousin Marvin. Right, and then the Marvin back across. Right. Uh, yeah. That, the, way the, guys, the way the guys in the band look songs, at him. But the way the guys in the three. band look at him, they're just kind of like, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> they just stop playing. And he's like jumping up. It's, like, it's fantastic. Well, that, that's crazy you bring that up. All three of those songs are just very associated with that movie. We got Earth, what, Earth Angel, Johnny B. Good, Power yeah. Love. Yeah. Three great songs. Three, three great songs. Categories. Three great scenes. Yeah. One One good movie out of a trilogy. The, the, uh, the, the two, sequel two is right. the worst fucking sequel. I, 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 uh, I tried I to enjoyed. watch it today. I couldn't watch it. I, it's the same plot. I do want to get my hands on that sports almanac, though. <laughs> All right. Well, let let, let <laughs> the Cubs are going to win their World Series uh, five years ago. Um, no, did they get it right though? In the movie, it was the same year they won. Actually, won. I think they said the Cubs in Chicago and Miami are playing for the World Series in 2017. Biff is like literally that. Trump. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, literally yeah, ex- exactly yeah. like that. Okay, well, let's talk about uh, Neil. It's your song. What is your favorite part of the song? Obviously, the chorus is uh, undeniably good, but I really do like the end. I like the resolve of the end, like just the the way they he changes up the melody a little bit. That's the power. You feel the power of love. Um, and then, and then just that where they resolve it to power of love. Yeah, I do like the guitar solo in this song. I yeah. think it's a it's uh it's got a little Gilmore in it. Surprisingly, uh, um, very very listenable. Gilmore, yeah. I didn't even. Little, it's got a little Gilmore. When I picked this song, I didn't even remember there was a guitar solo. When it came in, I was like, oh, yeah, all right, guitar, cool. It's it's, it's Huey Lewis in the news, baby. They always have a, a, a ripping solo. Well, question, do you think this song is about his cock? <laughs> it, it is, is, well, look, the lyric is so sugary and cheap. I mean, look, it's effective. <laughs> so you're saying it's it is about his tight. cock? But I read it's so sweet and yet salty at and, the same time. Oh my god! Oh my god! No, well to, to fucking girth. turn this ship around. Um, I read like he had recently been married, just had two kids, and his his family like heavily influenced the song, which is so Huey. It's just like just a dude out there. Ivy League. I think he went to an Ivy League school. He went nah, to Cornell, he's from San Francisco. Oh, he went to Cornell. Cornell. San Francisco. Ever went to fucking Ivy League school? Did he went judge. to Cornell to be an engineer and was like, "Fuck this." Give me that he played harmonica. harmonica on the streets of Morocco <laughs> for a while. He traveled he around. He was in a bluegrass band in the 70s. You can do anything with a huge car. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. it's like a fucking American Express card. You can... Cornell, That's the San Francisco, bluegrass band, fucking Morocco. <laughs> Let's get back to the lyric. It, it's so, like, the verse, it is tight. It's short. It's succinct. It, it's, it's succinct. Like every, every line makes perfect sense into the next line he's not really getting at yeah there's no the like fucking there's no all. yeah there's no uh metaphors right there's no yeah. fucking poetry there's, <laughs> it's just like, yeah and it does the same thing that that jackson brown song did where he starts off with power love and then that's also the tag mm-hmm. uh which is which is interesting he's kind of he's kind of uh referencing a little curtis mayfield here in the peripheral fucking don't need money don't need fame yeah oh, mm-hmm. yeah yeah um true. people get ready If you 
think about the song, what is the line you remember the most? Power of love. Really? Don't Both need money. Me? Don't need money. Don't, don't need, need fame. Yeah, don't no, because no, I just think that I think of <clears throat> actually. Actually, when it goes, when it comes in, power of love, the favorite thing. Like that's cool because he's got some blues in there. You hear his like harmonica, like it's like yeah. for a pop '80s bullshit, like kind of like produced vibe. It's there's some some cool like soulful like mm-hmm. phrasing in there. Well, his voice is oh is God. very soulful, powerful. Like, yeah. It's 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 a good voice, it, but you remember power of love no, over no, I, money, I, no, I, for me it, it really is when it comes in on the the being of, yeah the, that, but that first part the power of love is a feeling or a curious thing that part it's uh, interesting because that follows my favorite part which is the bump 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 really bump, yeah because it's like because it sets it up and then he comes in it's like the way he comes in right there because that's when it's really like peak skateboard time. Well, yeah, really, and mm-hmm. I love just the dynamics of the song, and I love that hammer guitar. Because there's no synth in there; it's just kind of like clean guitar, and then the uh-huh. chorus comes in with it's, synth it's, and it's like pure montage, crunch it's guitar. Too, it's too clean and too like montagey for me. Like it's just, and it's too '80s. Like that's '80s. The song oh. is that. Would you say it's? Would you say it's? Would you say it's montage, or would you say it's montage? I would say it's montage. I, would, I, I think you're right. I think it's ascending it's montage. Start. I think you're right. It's, <laughs> it's the ascending now, now the, they say that all in the bridge is definitely. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think about the bridge? works it's a solid it's a it's a bold move i mean it, it was a, it's a kind of a you don't see it coming really like it's well it gives them a chance to get out of the out of the and, cheese well out of the I minor riff it, power to, to like power hop over to some meat for a little bit I don't get, know all that. That, <laughs> get from the cheese on that char- charcuterie board <laughs> to, to the fucking jam I would, over there that fig jam i would say one of my favorite lines is just like the the way he delivers the you don't care oh but you don't care you don't care <laughs> The only thing in that bridge, which I, I do really like, actually, just because it is so kind of adole- like comes out of nowhere, and you're like, ooh, let's see that, because it's got a little like barbershop, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. slash like early '60s like Temptations kind of feel. But the har- I don't know if the harmonies really work like that. They ooh, they work. Uh, it, it reminds you of that other Hewitt. The, ooh, ah, ooh, I'm um, so happy. Kind of takes you to with- the stuck with you <laughs> song. You know, I remember that video. We- <laughs> I just like Huey soured on film roles as if he's some kind of like artiste. Like I cannot fucking, I'm not for sale. It's like he soured on him, then he really leaned into it. It's like your middle name is Pepsi now. It's your (laughs) Huey Pepsi. Huey Pepsi in the news. (laughs) Huey Pepsi Lewis in the news. (laughs) Pepsi Lewis in the news. Oh my god. Uh, So we should say that uh, Huey Lewis is the lead vocal and harmonica. And I think he plays some guitar, but uh, not really. Sean Hopper, keys and backing vocals. Bill Gibson on drums, percussion and backing vocals. Johnny Kala, Johnny uh, co-writer Kala. on guitar, saxophone and backing vocals. Mario Cipollina on bass, and Chris Hayes on lead guitar, also a co-writer and backing vocals. It sounds like all of this band sang, which is which is funny because they do listen to the catalog, especially this song. They sound like a very amazing like wedding band that yeah. that just the lead singer could write pop like pop rock songs 
and had a, a soulful voice, and that so they made it. Big. Th- that's that right? Because it, it sounds because it sounds like you wouldn't do this unless there was money involved. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, yes. I mean, and I mean that respectfully. But I, yes. but I think this, it. I think it was right. It's especially. inherently commercial. I think it was right on the line. I, I think they all love to play music. Obviously, oh, no, for it sure. wasn't for the money. Like, but this song. I don't have a wedding band. This you don't song. do a wedding band if you don't fucking love to play music. Well, and it was funny. I was I was looking into Huey's past. That's why I knew he went to Cornell. And at, for a while after he dropped out, he was a wedding and event planner, which is amazing. His career could have taken him. <laughs> and that, very I think that's how Guns N' Roses got started. <laughs> As a wedding band? Yeah, I think Slash was a fucking wedding planner. What? I'm kidding. <laughs> well, it's well. Just just say like contrast this with Heart and Soul on like their second album. That's a good rock song. Heart um, and Soul. So, bum, 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 that's a pretty good song. Yeah. Bum, 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 so got it all. There's so many good ones. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I actually like the B side on this probably better than this song. Happy. Uh, uh, do you believe? Do you believe in love? That's a great tune. Yeah. So Relatively many good songs. <laughs> fair <laughs> <laughs> i'm not like josh give me a great song you're like do you believe in a fucking you listen to this? <laughs> and then you're like fist bump <laughs> elbow shake uh <laughs> okay what's better this okay here's a question what's better this or, or the fucking the peter satara fucking karate kid 2 this. power what's that song called glory of love glory of love I, but those are two different songs because glory of love I didn't is like say a same song but like i'm just saying in terms of a, i would definitely I, I'm go karate kid too. a million times i don't know um, well, Josh, what is your favorite Huey song? What is my favorite Huey Lewis song? I, it's funny, man. I listened to the greatest hits today, and I, you just—he's one of those guys like Tom Petty or something, where you just know all of his songs. He was so ubiquitous in the '80s at that time, and this song especially was—I mean, prob- probably could see. I mean, it's their most listened to song on Spotify by a large margin. "Hip to Be Square" is definitely not my favorite. <laughs> Which is the second one. It's not a bad. It's not terrible, but I mean, he has some super corny uh, yeah. pop rock songs as well. Uh, I would probably say, I mean, I want a new drug is great. The heart of rock and roll is a great song. Yeah, that's probably yeah. I'm gonna go heart of rock and roll. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and honestly, if this is it, is also yes. pretty damn. Cool. And it's got that doo wop too. This is it. Doo I thought yeah, that, that sounds like not as good Billy Joel to me. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, Huey Lewis, I, that's and Billy Joel sounds like not as good as Elton John to me. You're going Crocodile Rock. No, 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 Crocodile Rock. Piano Man. Power Block. You're going Brown Dirt Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> you're going Captain Fantastic and the Brown Dirt Cowboys. Sports. Uh, we didn't start the fire. Sports. Power of Block. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. I almost feel like that could be the genesis of the song. Bump. What? It almost feels like that started the song. Well, he said he thought of this. He had the idea for it on a jog, and that sounds like you're jogging. Like, mm, 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 mm. I mean, that's definitely a moving like. It feels like the cool, but the cool kid, but not the fucking asshole cool kid, which is exactly kind of what it does. I mean, it's the Marty. It's not Johnny from Karate Kid. It's like I the think cool. That- Yes, that was kind of my whole point about him and this band. He seems so out of place, but so meant to be there at the same time. Because looking at him in 85, he still looks older than I do now. 
or he looks <laughs> in 85 when he was 35. But so here's the question though, is it possible to like if you is it possible to really to truly think about playing one of these songs either on like either a recording of it or actually playing it without a sense of irony, like a sense of just like throwback. No, like I don't think it's possible. Absolutely not. It's not possible to hear the song no. outside of the movie without a sense of irony. You'd have to change the the composition of the song. I mean, you could yeah, you could make it kind of sweet, but you could possibly make it kind of sweet. I mean, you could. I mean, you definitely could throw in that uh, first time you feel it, it might make you sad. Next time you feel it, it might make you mad. But you'll be glad, baby, when you found. That's the power that makes the world go round. It's definitely about his date. Um, <laughs> well, I must say. Well, speaking of his dick for the twentieth time in this pod, oh I think it's I think it's vibe time. Yeah. Oh god. Cue the I music. do not feel comfortable in this moment at this point now. <laughs> Cue the music. Uh, <laughs> three. It makes me sad two, and mad. One. Of love, it's it's the vibe time of love. Uh, Neil, when when do you want to hear "Power of Love" by Hugh Lewis in the news? I want to hear it in the afternoon. Good weather. It's a daytime song. Like it's got to be summertime in the afternoon. It can't be winter at night. <laughs> You're not feeling the it's power not a French of love existentialist. Fucking like, <laughs> what's the point of it all? Just put on Huey Lewis. Who cares? It doesn't matter anymore. The greatest artist of all time. <laughs> what are y'all doing? Your uh, Werner Herzog. He's a German, I think. Take. Apparently, I was. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I didn't know that when I started. <laughs> Jonathan, when do you want to hear Power of Love? I mean, obviously, in Back to the Future, I mean, that's just kind of... I was going to say, same time, one, two, three. I mean, it's <laughs> Back like... Back to the Future's own. <laughs> that or when I'm on fucking, you know, Hogs Ford slash fucking historical. <laughs> that should or be the like fucking music. Words. Hogwarts slash historical. <laughs> no, not wards. <laughs> but yeah, so that I guess I mean, it can, it, it can be fun. This could be f- Hogwarts is in Harry Potter. I wasn't talking about fucking genital warts. <laughs> and yet you were. Uh, no, but like you know, I, I could hear I could hear this song like you mean throwing yet frisbee JK on the beach. Rowling was. I, I could hear throwing this like throwing frisbee on the beach like fucking. Yeah, that's you perfect. know. I think that's a good frisbee place on the for beach. It. Yeah, is a better an answer, I- but than also in an ironic way. Yeah, for the most, in, in in that instance, I could give it nostalgic. I would upgrade it from ironic to nostalgic. Okay, okay, for that. that's fair. Speaking of throwing frisbee on the beach, why don't we <laughs> slide under the influence and talk about the influences uh, of Huey Lewis and what he influenced, or what you would recommend people listen to? Neil, hit us. Um, before Huey, I mean, I think just a strong male vocal, kind of a band leader like uh, Winwood. Van Morrison, not in the same style, obviously, but just, you know, super strong voice with, you know, catchy songs that kind of pull at your heartstrings. Rod Stewart, um, and then kind of contemporaries, Eddie Money, Springsteen. Yeah, definitely like doo-wop, I think, influenced them a good bit. You can hear it a little bit in the bridge, as we talked about. Uh, you said Springsteen. He's almost like a West Coast, like, pop Springsteen. Yes, yes, he's he's you basically know? multiverse fucking uh, Loki Springsteen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I would say, you know, they, they have a little Tom Petty in them, a little Cars yeah. well, of that time. Yeah, anyone, any one like this who writes songs that you know all the lyrics to is just very petty. Yeah, and he's even like a little, like his voice is even a little 
poor man's Rod Stewart. Like, he's got a little rasp in there. Mm-hmm. He probably yeah. wishes he could sing like Rod Stewart, but a lot of people do, so that's not a, that's not a negative. Jonathan? I would say it was influenced by Curtis Mayfield mm. and Money. <laughs> that's fantastic. Oh. Are the two most prominent things <laughs> I'm hearing uh, come out of that song there. It's fucking <laughs> Curtis Mayfield. But he fucking, says it. He, you don't he, need money. He was influenced by one point. I don't. He was influenced by one point twenty one gigawatts. Yeah, exactly. That's good too. I'll say gigawatts. honorable mention. Moving into the future, um, Hootie and the Blowfish. Oh God! Yes. <laughs> is that is there anything honorable about Hootie and the Blowfish? I mean, it's Hootie. Is Hootie a poor man's? Yes. Huey Lewis in the news? Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, unfortunately. But is are the Blowfish a poor man's version of the news? <sighs> No, I mean the news. The news. The news were on another level, especially because in this song it was the Tower of Power as well, playing horns, which I love. The Ooh. power of love with the Tower of Power. <laughs> Speaking of the Tower fucking, of Power, fucking let's Da Vinci slide Code under the covers. Da Vinci Code. If it, there's some shit going on in the songs. <laughs> Jonathan, how many uh, how many covers did you listen to? Uh, none. No, I don't, none. What? God, so surprised. I, I pl- actually, um, I, if it if it if it helps at all, a, a couple years ago, I randomly did just kind of start playing the song for the fun of it. It was kind of cool. So the song that you said people will not sit around and so play. Johnny's heard I said they will sit around. No, he's no a, vocals. He's heard his own cover. <laughs> no vocals. No vocals. <laughs> just instrumental no. power of love. Because because that's the best part. <laughs> Neil, how many covers do you listen to? A couple. Um, there's not many. Uh, there's one by this funk band called the Scary Pockets. It's kind of jazzy and ridiculous. Um, Is it scary though? I listened. I, I unfortunately listened to a band called I Fight Dragons do it, and it was like a video game version. Oh my <laughs> they God. an Imagine Dragons um, cover band? I don't think so. They wish. Um, <laughs> but I must say, anyone who covered it when I listened to them, even though they were bad, when they hit that chorus. I'm still I'm still bobbing and weaving. Don't mean money. Like it's just such an infectious chorus. Uh yeah, it's a great melody. Um I listened to there a woman named Gloria Gaynor recorded it like two years after that's, it was released. I, I will survive. That chick. It's like a less well produced with a decent female vocal. It's not good. Yeah. It's just kinda pointless. Like why would you do this? The Brown Derbies do an annoying a cappella version oh, of this. Oh Christ. That is one of the more annoying acapella versions of a song I've heard. Is, is, is someone going bum boom bum boom 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 bum? No, they're going bum 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 bum. someone defile themselves And then there's a band called the Kaiser Chiefs. Yeah. Who I know some of their songs are fine, but they did like a. I mean, it almost sounds like a karaoke cover during COVID. Um, probably for like charity where they're all in different screens in different places. I must say, looking for the covers, I did watch a few live versions. They always crush it. Huey does not fuck around. Like he's yelling that, like right out of the gates. Power love. Just like I mean, he's, he's got to. Just yelling. Um, but every version I watched was pretty amazing. They really sound like the album, which well, they're, they're in a good way, in a good way, not like a, we just turned on a CD. Just imagine if they come out there like the Grateful Dead and just kind of like halfway stumbled into it and like we're kind of tuning and like, are we playing this or? And it just sounded like fucking shit. Now, now, me, go. Okay. 
Power up. You, me, him, heart, you. Uh, there's like a little oh, jack straw in the background. There's one more band I listened to. Pomplamoose did one, uh, a very, very indie cover of this. What is that, a French name? Yeah, That's a French word for grapefruit, I believe. Pomple, it's Pomplamoose, yeah, though. What, it's not, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm not comfortable with any of that. It, you wouldn't be comfortable watching the video. It's like I don't think a so. bunch of hipsters in a like small white room, like in a keyboard, <laughs> like a drum, like a little drum kit. Um, one more thing: watching the live versions, the guitar player every solo puts on serious stink face and oh, yeah. just gets after it because it is just hold it on the one, just just kick it on he's the one. Little, he's getting his just, little Gilmore on. It really is just like oh, play pentatonic and C, and you're good. Put on your stink face and mean it. <laughs> Neil, how does the how does the shoe fit? Um, it fits. It fits like a a worn a well worn dress shoe, like like I imagine he was probably wearing on tour. I mean, it, it just seems so. It's so dad music. It just seems like a old dress shoe. It's an old dress shoe, All right, Jonathan. <laughs> um, it fits. See if you can top that one. It fits like <laughs> the Nikes from Back to the Future too. Ooh, the the pump the pumps. Where it's kind of no. like. Cool idea. No, they were the, like, the auto straps. Yeah, exactly. All of the, the above. Where yeah, it's like blue. Yeah, it's cool in a ironic way, and it's kind of cool because it is a Nike, but it's also like I can't wear those. But I can't. <laughs> but but I can certainly admire them on in Back to the Future. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, you know, for me, they fit like a bucket of popcorn on my feet. <laughs> How does that fit? A couple M&Ms rolling down the aisle. <laughs> the M&Ms go in, they get shaken in, then my foot comes in and gets all buttery. How Popcorn on your toes. Like movie yeah. theater butter? How much salt? Yeah. Um, Good bit of salt. Lightly but salted? You, you go salt tone. Wait, wait, wait. You go salt tone before you throw in the butter. Is salt on your foot or on the, the popcorn? Uh, well, the foot comes in later. So is that a good fit, or is that a why the fuck are my feet in popcorn kind of situation? It's a delicious fit, is what it is. <laughs> I don't see how that would be delicious. It's a delicious fit when I'm watching Back to the Future. <laughs> Otherwise, feet my feet aren't in my feet aren't in popcorn. That's probably good. That that's the only time that happens. Exactly. And uh, and on that note, our cover of Huey Lewis in the News. Power of Love.
power of love That's the power of love First time you feel it, it might make you sad Next time you feel it, it might make you mad To be glad, baby, when you're found It's the power of love makes the world go round Don't take money, don't take fame Don't need no credit card to ride this train Strong and it's sudden, making me cool sometimes But it might just save your life They say that all in love is fair Yeah, but you don't care But you know what to do When it gets hold of you And with a little help from above You feel the power of love Feel the power of love Can you feel it? The cover you just heard was performed by Neil Marsh and Josh Bond. Thanks for listening to Pod Gave Rock and Roll to You. Please subscribe and rate on Apple or Spotify. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram under the handle at Pod Gave Rock. Next week is Josh's week, so Josh, what will we be discussing? We will be discussing Neil Diamond's Girl, You'll Be a Woman Soon. Can't wait! <laughs>